And if you see it from far away, it just looks, it looks like a church. Hmm. And it has this little tiny door, kind of a speakeasy vibe to it, but not really. Um, it has this little tiny door with a, with a screen and a gate. And you go up these stairs and you just, it's just a rooftop, a rooftop with a bunch of Christian figurines everywhere. Wow. Super creepy. <laughs> that sounds cool. Wow. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Hey, welcome to uh, the Speakeasy Bourbon Club episode of Birdies and Bourbon Podcast. So we've got uh, Isaiah Som with Cal and Dan today. <laughs> Uh, he's a, on Instagram as, as the, at the Westchester whiskey guy. So Isaiah, how you doing, man? Doing all right, guys. How about you? Yeah, we're doing good, man. It's doing good. You're doing good. Yeah, real good. Thank you for asking. Um, so what, uh, what you sipping on today? I can't wait to tell you what I'm sipping on. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm an in the mood type of guy. I kind of don't, I, I don't really uh, pick out what I'm going to drink before unless it's something really special. Um, so I just went up and down my shelf today and I picked out, uh, old Ezra seven year barrel proof. Yeah. Old Ezra seven. Nice man. Yeah. yeah. I, li- I like that one. I'm a fan for sure. Um, so Dan and I, we're pulling back, um, roaming man, Tennessee straight rye whiskey. Hmm. Um, it's out of, uh, it's being produced in, uh, get well, it's being bottled. Uh, I don't, not sure exactly where they're getting the juice from, but, uh, it's Sugarland distilling company. Uh, out of Gatlinburg, Tennessee. So <clears throat> my old, uh, old stomping grounds up there mm-hmm. before, uh, before I made it down to Atlanta. But, uh, so yeah, so we'll, we'll chat a little as we, uh, kind of sip along here. Maybe Ooh. we'll share some, uh, some tasting notes and such. So, and, and I'll tell you one of the reasons that, uh, that I, that I selected this, uh, this bottle today. Uh, so you, you know, you, you kind of go with feel, uh, I went more <laughs> for uh, some of the news that's coming out. So this is definitely a, you know, a craft brew and uh, or craft spirit, not a whole lot of, uh, you know, it's limited production. And I don't know if you've been keeping up with, uh, with the uh, bourbon news, but did you see Brown and Foreman, they, uh, they released uh, or they sold the early times brand to Sazerac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. It's uh it's interesting that they're doing that. Uh, I, it's a head scratcher. There's a lot of people like the early times there. And I don't know if it has anything to do with tasting notes or how it's being made, or is it solely a business decision or money, you know, money in this business goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm thinking it's completely money because you know Brown and, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they, they did make a few, uh, a few releases of just how much money that they, uh, how much money they've lost. And mostly it's due to tariffs. Uh, that that were imposed on uh, on liquor right from exporting, <clears throat> and they've lost. Uh, I mean, it's a significant amount. I, I think it was in the bees. Um, so I, I think it's a, a standpoint of you know if we if we've got something that, that's not as profitable as other brands. I mean, as I read it and kind of understood, uh, or as I digested in my simple mind, uh, I kind of took it as uh, okay. Let's turn these brands so we can kind of get refocused back on you know our core brands. And, you know, it's kind of dealing with all this tariff stuff that, that's happening. So uh, what I am excited about, though, is Sazerac, man. I mean, that's I, I think those guys are going to it's going to be awesome. They, so they bought 
early times. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was Canadian club or not, but uh, Canadian mist, Canadian mist, Canadian mist. Yeah. So, yep. so I'm super excited just for the Sazerac uh, house to have those brands inside. Cause early times rebranded maybe uh, mid to late last year. So it went away from that kind of old crappy uh, label that they had, you know, kind of generic and real, you know, you're like, like your granddad's bourbon. And yep. they came in with like that bright, hot blue, you know, changed the fonts on it, you know, et cetera. And, and I've had, and it's a bottled in bond now, which I don't know if they had before, but uh, I'm really excited to see what Sazerac does with it. I just hope it's affordable <laughs> since Sazerac. Does it, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a big name to attach to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. So, Isaiah, where, um, where are you from? I don't think we got into that yet. Yeah, man. Um, so, I was actually born in Cuba. Okay. Um, I I got to the I got to Miami when I was nine months old. So basically, born here, you know. Okay. I was a baby. Um. So yeah, I lived here all my life, and I've lived in a specific part of South Florida. It's called Westchester, hence the name. Oh. And yeah, I, I get the I get the New York connection a lot. <laughs> and kind of when I made it, you know, when I when I thought about the the, the Instagram username, I was like. Eh. Like five minutes after, I was like, yeah, I should have thought about that. But then I was like, you know what? It's local. Miami's kind of big. So, you know, I just run with it. So, and it's actually a, a fun talking point, you know, yeah. about it. So, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it, it's a good icebreaker. I mean, I know, you know, Dan and I, we were definitely like, uh, all right, he's, we're going to have a, uh, we're going to have a British accent or we're going to have a New York accent. And uh, <laughs> you, you scrap both of those, man. <laughs> you crit. <laughs> so, Surprise! Yeah, something yeah. exciting on uh, something exciting at every turn. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, we. Um, I know Cal and I've been down to Miami. Uh, well, we were down there earlier this year, Cal. We were down there earlier this year. Oh yeah, in yeah. January. Yeah, we're down there in January. Yep, that was a great time. Oh, cool. Yep, yep. So, yep. so we're not, yeah, I'm not familiar with the Westchester area. Is it is it kind of south or where, where's that at? Okay, so from the airport, it is a little southwest. It's, it's, I'm, I'm like eight minutes away from the airport, so it's not that far from the airport. Okay. Area. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Cool, man. Right. Yeah. yeah, sure. So how'd, uh, how'd you get into bourbon, man? I mean, what's, uh, you know, Westchester, well, I guess maybe not bourbon, but whiskey in general, right? Or booze. I mean, uh, Westchester whiskey guy. I mean, something's going on there. Yeah. So the first ever sip of bourbon I had was when a friend invited me to go to a tasting around four or five years ago. And, um, it was a, a Michter's tasting Oh, and, uh, and I was, you know, I was going into a little bit of skepticism. Bourbon wasn't really what I was drinking at the time. It was a lot of scotch and rum, mm-hmm. um, when it came to uh, liquor, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of craft beer mixed in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I went into that whiskey tasting. We were doing just, you know, the, the flagship, uh, Michter's products, the, the bourbon, the single barrel rye. And the sour mash, and then uh, someone brought out the Mictors Ten Bourbon and mm. Mictors Ten Rye, and then after that, as a big surprise, they brought out the Shanks and the Bomb Burgers as well. Mm. Um, so it was it was quite a spread, you know, for the first time uh, trying bourbon, and and I out of that that night, I absolutely fell in love with the Mictors Ten Rye. Mm. So and and it's my friend was like super surprised. He was like, oh, usually people go into the bourbon instead of the rye. And, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's what I like. It's my flavor profile. I like the spiciness. I like how the green apple 
in the in the Mictus Tenderai. So that's basically when I first started getting into bourbon. And then it just leapfrogged from there, going to more tastings, um, doing bottle shares with fellow um, with bourbon societies here in South Florida. And it's been it's been an amazing experience getting into this community. So, yeah, well, at least your favorite was a cheap bottle. <laughs> it's like why in the hell did i have to like the 400 hundred dollar bottle of liquor you know mm-hmm. yep uh well speaking of if you like that man i this uh so this tennessee the roaming man tennessee rye it's um uh it's young so it's only uh i think it's what two to three years old in the blend but it's uh it's it's pretty pretty doggone spicy man it's a, the finish isn't that long on it but uh, but the upfront stuff, you know, it kind of, it does kind of punch you a little bit. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's per- pretty good. So cool. So say outside of, uh, outside of bourbon, uh, what kind of hobbies, what are you into, man? We're here, we're here to learn some more about you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of sports. I mean, oh. anything that has to do with sports, um, I'm big on, on all of them pretty much. And mm-hmm. everyone asks me, Oh, what's your favorite? It's really hard for me to choose. Um, but recently, uh, a lot of golf, uh, a lot of soccer, um, anything really. If, 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 it, if you can play it, I'm, I'm there for it. <laughs> uh, nice. I know our, our bourbon fans are going to fold. You mentioned golf and they're like, oh, shit, they're, they're, <laughs> hey, they're, with the, they're with the booze talk. They're going straight to golf. <laughs> uh, so what, what, uh, what, are you, what courses are you playing down in South Florida? So we have um, my home course is the Mikasuki uh, Resort and Country Club here. Um, that's where I usually play. Um, but we have some great courses down here. We have um, Miami Beach Country Club, uh, Crandon Park Golf, of course the the Trump Resort courses. Yes, sure. uh, yep. has four or five courses there, and of course the Blue Monster, which is world renowned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually I just go to the Mick, and it's um, it's a fun fun course there. I haven't played that. When we get back down there, once things uh, kind of get back to some kind of normalcy, we'll have to uh, look you up, man, and uh, yeah, have a drink and uh, play, play around. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll attempt to play golf. That's a, that's what I call it. We I try to play golf. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Well, Whatever comes do. out of it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, if you hey, just drink more, you'll forget about it the next day. So yeah, it's a, no, no worries. Well said. Yeah. Uh, what's, uh, so we've been looking, uh, you know, kind of looking around at some things and, you know, we've, we've definitely got some restaurants that we like in town. Uh, are you familiar with, uh, Bodega, Taqueria and Tequila or Tequila? Yeah. yeah you yeah, know man. that place? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, so I mean, we have it. It's a good time. I'll tell you that. Mm. And if you what? think it's just a restaurant, you're wrong. It's more <laughs> <than that. laughs> nice. So yeah, we, uh, we, we just uncovered that, but I don't know how we've missed it. Or actually, I mean, there's a chance that we actually have been there and we just don't remember being there. So, well, but, right. but, but we don't recall. So we're going to have to get back in there once, uh, once we're in that part of town. Well, but, we did uh, go down to the, uh, broken shaker down there that one time, right? Yeah, we did hit the broken shaker. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, uh, Max, uh, it's a, you know, I mean, shut that thing. I've, I've got to at least stop in for a beer every time I'm there, man. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. The well, it's to be is very fun. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. But every time, a lot of people, you know, it's it's very famous and all that stuff. But yeah. there are a lot of underrated places around that area. Like, okay, here we go, here we go. Yeah. This is what we wanted to get into. All yeah. right, it's a lot of good places. If you give what? us like, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Cal. 
Yeah. What, what, what else? You, so we, we like to uh, we like to capture a few hidden gems on every podcast. That way, if people are in town and, and it's, uh, you know, if it's underrated or you don't want it to be discovered, then uh, we can talk offline about it. But, uh, you know, if you something give our listeners something, man, if they're ever in the area, like what's what's around there that, uh, that that's a miss and you would never know about. Yeah. So since you mentioned bodega, um, going to that Mexican taco style thing mm-hmm. and tequila, mm-hmm. um, there's this place on in Little Havana down by A Street, close to downtown. It's called Los Santos. And if you see it from far away, it just looks it looks like a church mm. and it has this little tiny door kind of a speakeasy vibe to it, but not really. Um, has this little tiny door with, uh, with a screen and a gate. And you go up these stairs, and you just, it's just a rooftop. A rooftop with a bunch of Christian figurines everywhere. Wow. Super creepy. <laughs> that sounds cool. Wow. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Very Mexican, uh, Catholic, yeah. Christian, whatever. A lot of a lot of religious stuff everywhere, but you know that's not what people are there for. Sure. They do. They have like these uh, three dollar <laughs> three dollar tacos after midnight, oh. and and five dollar shots. But it's not like your regular street. It's like quality stuff. Yeah, and um, and it's a good time. Very good time. That's on the list. We got to put yeah. that. On, yeah, put that in the books, man. With that's yes. uh, that's a that's a must. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think we want to get in a little bit of, hey, it's getting to be summertime. And as I so we want to talk a little bit of summer. And uh, I guess what a couple things we got Father's Day is coming up and July 4th is coming up. So first off, Cal, any recommendations? And as we're gonna get to you too, recommendations for dad for Father's Day this year. Uh, yeah, how about a bottle of bourbon and, 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 and a round of golf? <laughs> there you go. I think we covered both of them, right? How about a trip to Miami? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, uh, what, what do you think about um, what do you think about the um, the whiskey stones? You don't like those? Uh, I, I am not a whiskey stone guy. If I'm going to mm. put ice in it, I, I like the um, I like the journey that I get to take with the ice melting in the drink over a course mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm not a whiskey stone guy. I don't know. Isaiah, uh, what about you? I agree a hundred percent. I've seen a lot of these, uh, stones, uh, I've seen bullets on Instagram. People use uh, yeah. bullets. Yeah. And I, 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 number one, I don't like the aesthetics of it. How it looks in your glass. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the clanking around kind of seems kind of odd to me. I don't know why, but yeah, if I'm going to add anything to my spirit, um, like, like Cal said, I, I like the the journey it takes you on, the the different nuances it gives you. Um, so yeah, I prefer you know water or ice at a minimum. So the, the, yeah, so the, I mean the stones are cute and they're novel, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, I'll try them because somebody got them for me. But outside of that, it's like uh, just just give me the ten bucks and uh, I'll go buy uh, you know go buy a half pint of something. Okay, so so that's that's for the uh, for the uh, the families out there. We're not recommending the whiskey stones. Just get the nice ice cube or you know some kind of device to make an ice cube in the freezer. That's oh, more yeah, of a whiskey yeah, stew, you, right? Yeah. So you know, yeah, if you wanted to get something, get like the uh, you know get some of the big um, uh, the big ice trays. So where you could do a sphere or you can do yeah. the large cubes. I mean, those things are they're not novel. I mean, they're they're uh, uh, utilitarian. Mm-hmm. And and it serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. To me, my 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 big idea when it comes to giving gifts is get someone something that they wouldn't get themselves. Oh yeah, you know that's mm-hmm. that's what I always 
That's what I always think. So yeah, that's something that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily get myself unless I was really into, you know, doing that. But yeah, that's, that's my go-to mentality when it comes to that stuff. That's great advice. That's great advice. So in terms of, uh, in drinking in the summertime, uh, Cal, go to you first whiskey or bourbon. What, uh, you doing anything fun with the cocktails? I liked, I liked the idea of celebrating different seasons and this is a bourbon podcast. I just wanted to talk about different things you can do with bourbon. We all love it as you know, straight, neat, whatever you want to call it. And, but are there other things that you can do that you think is fun this time of the year? Uh, yes. And yes. it is, and it's not going to be bourbon, unfortunately, but it, it's, uh, yeah, well, Isaiah's brought it up, man. And, and I, and I can't miss, it's one, one of the best trips I've ever taken in my life, uh, from, from the cultural experience was to Cuba mm. and, uh, the Cuba Libre. I mean, mm-hmm. how I can't argue with that whatsoever. Uh, so I think I'm going to see a lot more of those. I'm still finishing up, uh, some Havana club that I've, uh, that I've got left over. Uh, and I think I'm going to do, um, uh, going to venture into su- uh, a few Kentucky mules this year. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, bourbon and, and ginger beer with, mm-hmm. uh, with, mm-hmm. with some limes. So I, I mm-hmm. think that's going to be kind of my two go-to, uh, summer drinks. Okay. Isaiah, what about you, Mud? Okay. So when it comes to drinking liquor throughout the day on a sunny South Florida day, mm-hmm. you know, you think about it twice. Because it's very hot out here. So you're like, anything over 90 proof, you you think about it. Um, But yeah, yeah, sometimes I've been staying a lot uh, away from rum a lot lately, surprisingly, Mm -hmm. and doing a lot, a lot of gin, um, Mm -hmm. which is weird. It's it's very refreshing during the day. You know, just now Tanqueray came out with Sevilla Orange, which is delicious. Oh, I have not tried that yet. Yeah. Are, are you mixing it with anything? You just taking it straight, just over ice. Um, either cl- either soda water or or tonic. Okay, depending yeah. on how they moved. But but yeah, that Tanqueray Sevilla Orange, I recommend it 100 percent for the summer. Yeah, and and like you said, a Cuba Libre every once in a while never hurt anyone. <laughs> yeah, you know it, man. You nice, know it. nice. All right, so um, where do you want to go next, Cal? Uh, well, so I, I don't want you to, you don't give away the location, uh, but you mentioned Michter's 10. And so, yeah, and I haven't looked up the allocation and where it's at and, you know, where, where you, you know, but, uh, it is not an easy bottle to find in Atlanta at least. Uh, and if you do find it, it is typically, it's got a pretty hefty markup on it. So do you, you know, and, and I'm, I'm assuming you got a pretty good collection. I've seen your, uh, seen your pictures right on Instagram. So, um, I don't know how many bottles you have. You can share if you want to, but do, do you have a go-to liquor store and do you have a relationship, uh, where somebody's kind of hooking you up and, and I, I don't mean hooking you up like, you know, you're getting, getting a better deal than anybody else maybe, but do you have like a go-to guy that's kind of reaching out and connecting with you? Okay. So to answer your I don't know if it was a question or not, but I'm going to say it anyways. Spoiler <laughs> alert: I don't have a bottle of Mictor's Ten Rye on my shelf, That's and okay. it is my favorite bourbon. Okay, uh, right, it's my favorite whiskey. Um, because, like you said, it's it's impossible to find it at retail or you're near retail around here. It's yeah. always five hundred, six hundred dollars anywhere I go. So I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, to the liquor store question, I have a place that's literally three blocks away from my place oh. and I've become pretty friendly with, with the owner. 
Um, but they they don't get great stuff. They have a couple of good relationships with some distributors, mm, but you know, it's nothing, nothing crazy. Right. And when they do get stuff, it's one bottle. So for example, Blanton's down here, it's impossible to get. Um, a couple of months ago, he texted me. He's like, Hey, I got one bottle and it's yours. Come and get it. Hmm. At, 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 you know, $5 over retail. I don't mind paying that. No, it's perfect. Shit, I'd have paid him twenty dollars. You know, I mean, you, exactly. you know what I'm saying, right? I mean, it's as long as it's not like fifty or a hundred dollars over. So correct, correct, exactly. And I'm like, hey, you want you want a pour of this? You, you want to? Because I've told him I, I drink this stuff. I don't put it on my shelf. I'm going to drink it. So mm-hmm. whenever you want something, if I come and get it, like the other day, um, I told him that I really enjoyed the Maker's RC6 from last year. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, oh, I've never tried it. And I came, brought him a sample, and that stuff, you know, that really brings that relationship together. So that's one of the advices I give people when they start getting into this stuff, um, into this community. It's, it's all about giving, uh, giving and taking, you know, a lot more give than take. <laughs> yeah. So it, be, be generous, um, create relationships, number one, and then, you know, you, you might get lucky. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk, I'll, I got another follow up question to that, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, the, the liquor store close to me, so it's my friend's bottle shop in Atlanta and, uh, you know, they, they don't do any markups or nothing crazy, at least. And I was in there the other day and they just got a bottle. Well, not a bottle. I guess they got a case. Uh, they had several bottles of the Basil Hayden 10-year rye, the green label. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Cam was like, hey, man, you know, like, hey, you got anything new? He's like, oh, check this out. What well, you know, so we're talking about it. And uh, it's like, I don't know, like 70 bucks or something. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. I, I'll give it a shot. You know, and, and Basil Hayden, I'm not a huge fan. It's, it's decent. Uh, I think, uh, it's, there's a lot better bottles on the shelf. Uh, but anyway, so I went for this one, hadn't had it before. And, uh, you know, we did crack it open and I shared with uh, the two owners in there and another gentleman, I don't remember his name, but he works in the back. And, uh, and, and I tell you, man, the guy that was like, Oh, Hey, we got this new bottle. He, Cam looks at me and he goes, shit. (laughs) He goes, I'm sorry. I sold you this. I should not have even brought it up because it was kind of, you know, it, it, it just there wasn't anything fancy or special about it. I mean, it was kind of like Basil Hayden. It was like, yeah. eh, it's decent, and it's and it was seventy dollars. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's that, that, that's a gamble you take, right? So, uh, it's you know, it's not a bad experience when you're able to to uh, pop a bottle and uh, have a conversation about it. So. Yeah, I encourage that. You know, it's um, at the end of the day, it's all about the, the conversations that you know, and, and what brings us closer. It's this this brown stuff that's in our glass, you know. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. About. Do you, you ever do any bottle trading with anybody online, or, or like in a in a club kind of thing, or you know, on Instagram? I mean, are you into that? I've thought about it. Um, just my collection isn't there yet. I would say um, recently, I got I got contacted by someone. Um, they wanted a an antique one hundred and seven, and I have I, I have one open and one unopened in my shelf, but that's top five for me. That's one of my favorite stuff to drink from. <laughs> and, and the, he, the Weller know, 107. Correct. Yeah. yeah. The antique yeah. 107. Yeah. And, you know, he wanted to trade for, um, a maker's mark cash strength pig that you said was really good. And he started, you know, but it, it's, it wasn't really about the price for me. Um, but I, the thing is I told him flat out, I was like, dude, I just, I really love this stuff. And it took me, it took me well, a where while. Where are you going to get another bottle? Exactly. Yeah, I mean exactly. it's like yeah, I mean it's uh, like uh, it's like this is my favorite, and it's not that I don't want to give it to you, but 
if I give it to you, then I just shorted myself out of my favorite, you know? So, I mean, that, that's kind of the, that, that's the downside. Correct. I had a buddy go to Ohio on a business trip and, and it, his stuff is on the shelves in Ohio, apparently. Hmm. Um, and, and he was able to get, bring me back uh, to a couple bottles. So, See, I've, I've been up to uh, I've been up to several places, uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland, and I, I haven't been lucky enough to find it. So he may have been there like on the right day at the right time, uh, yeah. but but I haven't been lucky. I tell you, I did get lucky. I went to Cal. I was in California back in maybe September, October of last year, and I walk in. You know, a friend of mine are, are out there, and I go into a, a liquor store uh, in Sacramento. And we walk in and uh, I, they, I shit, I don't know. They probably got like 30 bottles sitting on the shelf uh, of Antique 107. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get this home. We're definitely going to have to go. Wait, I guess we'll just ship it. And I said, I'll take them all. And he's like, yeah, it's one bottle per person. And I'm like, damn it. So, respect. I respect that. No, nah, I, I know. I mean, it was the right thing. I mean, it, it, it would have yeah. been, and that would have been piggish of me to, uh, you know, to have bought them all. But uh, I, I was definitely like, hey, if I come back tomorrow, he's like, hey, I, I, and I'm like, I, I'll be here at X time. And he's like, yeah, I work tomorrow. And no, I can't sell you one. He's like, you know, we try to try to spread the love, you know, just uh, from the allocation. So, yeah. but yeah. Good times. Good times, man. When you're traveling, it's tough. When you're traveling, it's tough. That's for sure. So, Isaiah, what are you uh, what are you most looking forward to, the, to this year? Uh, you uh, got any eyes on anything you're trying to get? I know you talked about one earlier, but um, you know what's what's making you excited out there, man? Um, the weather single barrel, um, it's going to be impossible to get, right? <laughs> yeah, we but, heard about um, that one. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's something. I mean, if the right opportunity comes, I definitely pull the trigger. Um, I don't know if you guys been on the loop in the loop with uh, Saint Cloud. They've been doing some amazing stuff that, um, and I'm very excited about what's to come with their f- the future with them. Mm-hmm. Even though their bottles is really good, uh, their bottles are really nice. Uh, I have had the, I've had the opportunity to try some of the juice, and it's some good stuff. So, oh wow, yeah. Who That's is it? Cool. Saint Cloud. Yeah. Saint Cloud Bourbon. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, man. Look them up. Their 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 bottle, Justin, Justin, just a bottle. It's just a a head turner. And then I was oh, just I, like, Oh, you know, it's a pretty bottle. And then I, I was able to try the juice, uh, just from a sample. And I was, I was impressed. So. Very cool. Uh, yeah, right. that's a new one. I, I haven't seen, I'm looking at the bottle right now, man. It's like, uh, it's like kind of a mother of pearl kind of bluish bottle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's very interesting. Yep. Um, where, where'd you get it at? Like you, you picked it up at like a, like a restaurant or something or. No, it was a sample. Uh, sent from a friend. Oh, somebody um, sent you one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know those guys, man. It's it's relatively new, or just not uh, just not a lot of distribution. They're relatively new, I believe. They're, yeah. they're like a year or so old, and you know, into the that they've been out there. Yeah, yeah, actually bottling and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. I'm also looking forward to Smoke Wagon. Um, oh, ooh, that stuff that. is so good, man. Yeah, I've they've been. That. They've been killing it, and they have a couple of uh, private barrel selections coming up, and and I I need to get my hands on some of that stuff. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, the owner, and the distiller, he's he's a very cool dude. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I, I support them a lot. There, I have a bottle, I have a private barrel. Um, it's a twelve year MGP. It's it's amazing. Hmm. Nice. 
Yeah. What's uh, are, is there anything down in? I mean, are there new like um, like craft distilleries popping up down in Miami? So that you know, if you think about that new little uh, arts district, I, I don't know what it's. Uh, I forget the name of it, but Linwood. Linwood. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Linwood. Yeah. So uh, I know there's plenty of uh, a lot of not a lot, but there's several breweries and restaurants and such down there. We've been to quite a few of them. Uh, but are there any distilleries popping up down there? Okay. Um, so breweries, like you said, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, the scene is actually, it's very nice. I love yeah. it. Um, we have one local distillery that I can name. And hmm. the rest are probably really small or I haven't heard of, right. unfortunately. But um, it's called, they're called Big Cypress. Big Cypress Distillery. Um, they don't do bourbon yet. They've done uh, gins, slow gins, uh, an aged rum. Mm. but nothing 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 with bourbon yet i i hit them up last month i believe and they said they had something up their sleeves so i'm looking forward to that and then something you know it's not close but we do have saint augustine distillery up north oh yeah um, and they've they're they're kind of they they have a little bit of distribution all over the country um and they have some good stuff it's it's mgp juice um they finish it in Port wine barrels, rum barrels, a lot of finished bourbon, but it's not, it's not bad. Not the greatest stuff, but not horrible. Yeah. yeah, Florida, they need to step their, step their game up, especially (laughs) the Northern part of Florida where they can source a lot of stuff from up North. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good opportunity for them. Yeah. Yeah. Cal, what are you getting on your notes on your, on the, um, the rumbing man? Uh, the roaming man. Well, I'm on my, uh, definitely second glass now. <laughs> uh, you know, it's hot. It's hot on the nose. It's heavy, heavy duty rye, man. It's, uh, I mean, it's, so you get some alcohol at first. Uh, but, it, but it's not horrible. It, it, if you don't drink, uh, you don't drink rye whiskey. It's definitely not for you. Mm. Uh, it's kind of raisiny. Uh, and, and you can tell that it's a young whiskey. I mean, like I, I think I mentioned earlier, it's like two to three years. And so you can definitely tell that it's, uh, that, that it's a young, uh, young whiskey, but, uh, I mean, I got rice all the way through it. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Well, I've been letting mine sit for a while, so it's not quite as uh, potent as it was in the beginning. Um, so I got a little bit of the raisin, like you said there, a lot of dark fruit. Um, but no, I like it. I mean, I, I like the rye stuff, so it's kind of my alley or whatnot. But uh, no, definitely a good good sipper. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. What about you, what about you Isaiah? So yeah, I'm, I'm having the Old Desert 7 barrel strength. Um, on the nose, it's very traditional, I would say. Very straightforward, just a damn good bourbon nose um you get that you know that ethanol from the corn caramel uh and a little oak but you know and on the once it hits your palate once it hits your mouth it's a completely different monster in in my opinion it's uh (laughs) it it really it really goes from there the nose is just okay you know this is good stuff and then in the palate it's it's a lot of a lot of flavor Uh, it's Um, a sleeper yeah, it's one of those. And the proof, um, at the beginning, the proof is a little, it can get in, in the way of all those flavors. But once you let it sit, man, it's um, it's good juice. I like it a lot. That's a good description. I, I'd say, I mean, I've had it uh, several times. I, I think that's uh, that's a good way to put it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's great stuff. You know, you mentioned, Isaiah, you mentioned, you know, you're a rye guy. And mm-hmm. as you're talking and I'm thinking and kind of, 
you know, smelling uh, this roaming, man. It's uh, like I've got some green apple stuff coming in on this one. Um, I've got some, uh, I got, I've got some brown sugar coming in. So, you know, if you kind of let it open up, I think the more it opens, the better it's going to get. And I, so, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, how do you, how are you going to drink it? And I'll tell you, this is one I think that would, from a cube of ice, I think it would really, really help this to, uh, help the, the, all the flavors to kind of meld together and it would cut the, um, Cut the alcohol out of it completely. So yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, outstanding, outstanding. So, um, so Isaiah, so what, uh, what have you been hearing out there? Like, I know you, I know you're pretty big on the web, man. Any, anything, uh, anything kind of like shocking you in terms of what's going on in the industry or what people are asking about? You know, what, uh, what are some of the, the hot topics that you'd like to discuss today? Anything you want to kind of kind of bring to the table here, let people know about? I know you touched on a lot already, so I'm not pushing you. If you don't have anything, that's fine. But you know, what what uh, what, what else is going on that you'd like to talk about? Um. Well, recently I've seen you guys have probably seen too on on social media where we where we hang out. Um, yeah, uh, per se, um, just be careful. Just like a PSA, <laughs> just be careful of people trying to sell you a bottle of Pappy for sixty dollars. Oh wow! For a hundred dollars or for one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh man! Um, a lot of that stuff, you know, it's obviously too good to be true. Yeah, and unfortunately. <laughs> We see a lot of people fall for it, believe mm-hmm. it or not. And um, and yeah, the bourbon community is a very amazing place filled with amazing people. Yeah. But as in everything, you have your, your bad apples in there mixed mixed in as well. So, you know, that's something that's been a, a spicy topic within the community as well. And we can also get into the people. Nothing wrong with people that want to collect the whiskey and not drink it. Mm-hmm. But there's people that abuse of that and then they take away the opportunity of people that actually want to drink the stuff to purchase it. So there's that topic that also that gets a lot of people heated. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're definitely yeah. the drinker side over here. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can say that. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Cal, you got anything else you wanted to, uh, to chat about today? Uh, you know, I, I think I'm good, man. It's, um, it's been fun. Uh, yeah. Isaiah, it's uh, been a pleasure meeting you, man, and I look, look forward to connecting again. I'll tell you what, we should, uh, we should trade some bottles or trade some samples mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, and look to get back on, and uh, we can, uh, can kind of do some tasting oh, that'd be uh, fun. Of, of the same one. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's, been, uh, it's been good, man. It's good having a drink with you. It's always, you, mentioned, you said it best, right? I mean, the bourbon community, generally speaking, I mean, it's a lot of great people. That, uh, you know, it's not, I, I, I'm not a big bourbon nerd. I'm more of a alcohol. I, I can't say alcoholic. I'm, I'm <laughs> but, you know, but really, man, I just, I love to drink, man. And, and I don't love to drink just to get, you know, pissed drunk and pass out and, you know, d- wasted. Sometimes that does happen. But, uh, but I love to experiment and I love to try new things. And, yeah. and that's, that, that, that's kind of my cup of tea or cup of bourbon is Mm -hmm. uh is is you know new stuff and i love to meet people that don't really have the same uh uh uh, flavor profile or palette that i have and it's like hey try this and there's really you know there's nothing that i won't try uh but so so yeah good to meet you man and uh you know we should uh keep in touch and and try to do it again in in, uh you know in the future yep absolutely 
Yep. Likewise, I'd, I I had a great time, and I'd love to to be on with you guys anytime you have me. So yeah. Okay, bud. Well, thank you. All right, and uh, well, I'll tell you what. Cheers. Have a good uh, Have a good evening, and we'll chat touch with you soon. Hey, cheers. Bye. Check out uh, Check out Isaiah uh, at Westchester Whiskey Guy on Instagram. Cheers, guys. Bye.